What's going on with it, everybody? Y'all know what to do. Season two of Tony Talks, man. I got a special guest. We got Vernon Adams in here today. Very special artist. But I'm gonna let him do the introduction to himself, you know? Yeah, what's going on? I'm Vernon Adams. I'm a visual artist, multidisciplinary visual artist. Or I like to call myself an imagination smith. I do a lot of art, you know, reinforcement. I teach art to uh, middle school students. I've been doing art like all my life. So I got a, a few questions for your mind because you hit me up a while ago and uh, let me know that you, you was ready to do a podcast. I didn't really know, you know, what we was going to talk about. So I made a list of things to bring up. But um, what you got going for your latest project? Uh, my latest project I got, um, it's really, I can't just get a name up because we, we actually working on it. But it, it, it got a lot to do with uh, artists. Uh, having blocks, having having artist blocks. So, uh, uh, you know, you have, you are very creative, and you can't you want to put something down, put something out, but you really can't come up with nothing. Like you got to come up with a concept or something. It it, it damn it drives me crazy. Damn. So we got a project that we're working on that 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 we actually talking to other artists uh, mm-hmm. about like what happens when they go through stuff like that with artists like, like what do they do and stuff so um we plan on doing like, like a panel session for it uh coming up should be about in october we should be getting ready to do it me and two other uh, artists uh thomas burlock and uh, another artist named joe yeah i just met joe so i mean i don't know i'm trying to, i gotta look his stuff up because i can't even give all his information because i don't just know him like that i yeah. met a cool guy and everything but uh like I said, me and two other artists, uh, we, we're putting that together. Damn, that's what's up. So, I, I got a question as far as, like, for artist block. Um, I'm pretty sure it happens to the best of y'all, man. Like, I know that you, you, you've you probably experienced artist block a lot. So, what what's some good uh, advice you can give to any artist that's listening to the podcast? Whenever I have artist block, I mean, each, each and every artist is different. Mm-hmm. It, it depends on what, what gets you there. Because, I mean, I know a lot of artists, like, because I don't smoke at all, but I know a lot of artists that do smoke. What gets me there is music. I have to sit there and listen to music. Like, I I created a playlist that, like, essentially just to get me in a zone to make me want to create. A lot of times I have to get away from it, but mm-hmm. then you can end up getting away from it too much to... You don't feel like getting back to it because you still ain't coming up with nothing. So I try to avoid that. My my go-to thing is is my music, going to my music. Yeah. I always keep a pen and pad near me or my iPad. I keep keep near me, and mm-hmm. I just draw up something. Like I got right now, I got a canvas sitting in front of me. It got some stupid looking shit on it right now. Yeah. I'm actually having artist block right now. I I just did. You can I can have artist block while I'm working on other uh, projects. I have artist block. Like I want to create something, something in the back of my head, and I can't reach back there and get it out. Damn. So I keep a canvas by my bed, and I, I wake up in the middle of the night and just draw something on it. 
Maybe it'll turn into something. Maybe yeah. it'll turn into an idea. So you do that like while you still on one one project at hand? Yeah, if I got a project like I just got finished with uh I just designed some shoes downstairs and uh I got through designing them then I did uh I did another one. I did uh, one of my models. So you know, I do photography too, one of my models came through and uh she did a photo shoot. I had to paint on her I did a graphic paint on her. Yeah. As uh one of the girls for the festival, like New Orleans and the Dominican Republic Festival where they had the feathers and stuff on them. Uh huh. Like I did a, uh, I did a graphic design of her like that. So all all the time, but that that it's still something in the back of my head that I want to get out all the time. I'm working on that. So them they not they just projects that I just need to get out the way that I've already that, that have been. They those projects probably have been like in the back of my head that I want to get out. Cause I have missed the projects that I've been writing down since probably since I was about like 16 that I'm working on like getting out right now. Cause it's, I like to, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to my work. So, mm-hmm. and a lot of times I see my work, I be want to redo it for everybody. So like, it, it looks, it looks great. Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of, I, I let, I let the, the viewers give me. I basically I let the viewers like hold me up because I promise I, I destroy myself and start over again. So, yeah. I'm such a perfectionist with my work because I, I know I'm not on the level where I want to be. So. So you pretty hard on yourself when it comes to that. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very hard on myself when I when it comes to my artwork. Shit, that's how I am when um, like when I'm recording podcasts by myself and shit. Like yeah. I'm listening to it and it don't sound right. Well, I started off and I just feel like you know I I probably have like eight minutes in already and then just be like man nah hell nah I don't like it and just delete yeah. the whole fucking audio and start all over. That's how I was when uh, when I was drawing a little bit a while ago. Like, all those, like, pictures and shit that I was uploading on my Facebook, like, I was going to throw all of that shit away and just redo it. But people liked it, so I was like, fuck it. That's, that's, that's total artist, you know what I mean? The creativity comes in many different forms. My next question would be, what, what led you to you know doing art i know that you said that it was something that you've pretty much been doing all your life but could you recall what actually got you deeply into it yeah what got me deep into art was uh like i said yeah, I, I have been doing it since probably like i was five years old our kindergarten teacher used to separate uh my art away from all other kids and put it in a section because I would draw so much. I remember my drawings vaguely. Remember my drawings. I know I did a lot of Ninja Turtle drawings. Yeah. Uh, but I mean that was that was a big encouragement for me to keep going with it. It was probably in my teens when it got real deep when his art became it became a go to thing like cocaine. I don't know. I ain't like I said. I ain't never smoked or did nothing in my life. But damn. Uh, like I needed it because in my household, like my family, they didn't, they didn't like look at art as something that was that would bring money in the house that that you could live off of. That was they didn't look at it even as being important. Mm. So along with that, I was kind of like, uh, <clears throat> I say like in a kind of a, a verbal, a more verbal abuse of household. My dad used to whoop my ass and stuff all the time, but it was more verbal than anything. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, my, my, uh, I 
mean, it's like it was an abusive household that I lived in. So, like, my art was my go-to thing. Like, that's, that's all I do. I did. I had to sit in the corner, like, and like, like I just draw. I created a whole comic book based off of my feelings. Each and one of each and every one of my characters, like they represent one of my feelings. Wow. And uh, I got that. I got that whole comic book, like, I got it in his own boat and everything. I revised it. When I got a little old, I revised it. Uh, but that's, that's when it got real deep for me. Like, the uh, only thing I can, like, reach out to is my creativity. It, it pushed me into it further. And to the point, like, a lot of my teachers in high school, they were like, you don't need to be here. This is not no place for you. You need to go somewhere. The level that you own, like, you, need, you just need to push it. And... Like a lot of my art now, it, it, it gets very emotional for me, because uh, like I was supposed to go to Florida mm-hmm. and go to school in Florida, but I mean, like I said, my my family, they they and my parents, they wasn't into that stuff. So like, well, art ain't gonna make you no money. Even though my mom, she's an artist, but I mean, she had to put the stuff on the back burner. Uh, so I mean, really, a lot of her artwork, I, don't, I ain't never just really get to see. I saw some of it, but a lot of Wow. So, that's how deep it gets for me. 
Man, that's deep as fuck. That shit run through your veins. I was finna ask shit. You got a story to tell, but damn shit, that was the story to tell right there. Shit, that was gonna be my next question. I mean, hey, I still got, man, I got a story, oh, man, I got a story with my, my hard work to tell all day long, like, I say probably like about three years, so I got a story to tell. Yeah. So, so, do you feel like, you know, you're in a better place than where you would have been if you would have went to college or no? I mean, I used to have regrets, but as I got older, I started to realize, I mean, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Everything happens for a reason, so... That was my reason for not going. It was, it was a reason for it. So, uh, I just had to make the best out of my situation. Yeah. Uh, and I just said, because I used to sit around and just be mad at it, like, all the time. So, I mean, but anger, like, it'll, it'll destroy you. And I had to realize, like, man, I'm, I'm not gaining anything. I'm sitting around here being mad because I just, that's not where I went. Mm-hmm. I, I had to take another path. Now look at the man, you teaching kids, like how did how did that even start out for you to uh start teaching children like with art? Uh well I actually started uh in the school system when I was like uh I was eighteen. I started at eighteen. Yeah. And I uh got in by the time I was twenty one, that's when I started like I was able to show kids I was tutoring mm-hmm. in uh in this program. I was in the military. My dad was telling me I need to get out of the military, and uh, he was going to help me get a, a better job than being in the military. And I, I listened to him and got out because uh, I was trying to make a career with it while I was in the military. And they were telling me that I can make a career with my artwork. But, uh, like, it was such a scare tactic going on. It was saying I was going to die at war and everything. So my, my dad was, like, talking to my first boss. He got me out of the out of the army, went to the red tape to get me out of the army with a uh, medical discharge. So uh, when I got out, he uh, had this program for me, and they were saying how much I get paid. Where I'm from, a small town, I'm from uh, I'm from Clarksdale, Mississippi, mm-hmm. very small town. And making money there, like, the biggest thing making money there is the casinos and, and working at Walmart. Ain't really no money there. So that was that sound like money to me when they was talking. Mm-hmm. So when I got out, like it was, uh, I started working. I started tutoring and stuff uh, in a school through a program. So I was tutoring, and then I was able to sit down with the kids and like show them some of my artwork. So they got real interest. At that time, I was producing music and stuff too. So I even like I taught the kids like how to read better, pronounce their words a whole lot better. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> even though I got me a Mississippi blood, I can read my ass off. Yeah. But, uh, I, uh, I taught them how to read a whole lot better. So we we uh we did two songs. Uh, we recorded two tracks at school at the elementary school. So that that was my door right there to like push my artwork and stuff. So them kids now they grown. They probably like about twenty four and twenty five years old now. And uh, they 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 say when I run into them and stuff, or my my little brother he's the same age as them. So. Uh, they all probably like hang with him or something like that. And they they telling him like stuff that I used to do, the art artwork and stuff that I used to do. So that's I mean that's basically why I started and I I get to talk about a whole other subject. But uh, but yeah, that's that's where I uh, got started with my artwork. Uh, mm-hmm. When I 
So, do you teach more kids that than when you first started? Uh, well, now I work in a uh, I work in a uh, after school program. I would like to do it all day long, but uh, because of the job I, I got, I'm transitioning from it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't want to be no teacher because they on a curriculum where I can't teach the kids what they really need to learn. Because you know, in the public school, they learning what the white folks doing. Uh, not knocking no white artists, but it ain't no black artists at all when it comes to public school. Like, you can't learn about the culture through, through the white culture. Gotcha. That makes through, perfect through, sense. Through European culture. Yeah. I mean, that, that's good and all. That's good to learn. But, I mean, it's great white artists, too. But, I mean, it's, it's there a whole lot of great black artists that there's not mentioned in books hardly nowhere. So... When I get hold of the information, I like to uh, pass it on to the students. I have, in the after-school program, I probably have, like, uh, I say probably like eight to ten children. Mm-hmm. But uh, they, they come, different children come in, and they, they get interested. Some of them get stuck in there. And they, they, I mean, I just put a lasting impression on the kids. So, I mean, I want them to start doing private classes where I have more students to uh, actually work with. Mm-hmm. So, uh so when it comes to a lot of students, like in the after-school program, I mean, I don't just have that many. I say eight to ten students. Rather than, you yeah. know, them being out and doing, you know, crazy shit like they in your class, you know, trying to figure out how to, you know, I'm going to just, I don't, I don't want this to sound bad, but, like, learn how to move a paintbrush, you know, learn how to, you know, take things from their mind that's creative and put that shit on paper. Like, that, that shit cool yeah. as fuck to me. One thing I did want to bring up was... What were some things down the line in your life that you learned that can pretty much carry you a longer distance in your in your life today? Well, I mean, staying positive mm-hmm. you know, is something that I, that I learned, like, through my artwork. There's definitely a high power that you have to believe in. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to go down a, a religious path. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, people have different views on religion and everything. I mean, I'm not religious. I'm more spiritual than I am religious. Gotcha. But uh, there, there is a higher power. There, there is a creator. And you have to let that, that higher power guide you. Yeah. Uh, no matter what you call your higher power. I mm-hmm. mean, Christians call him God. Uh, Muslims call him Allah. But at the end of the day, we created by the same creator. Mm-hmm. That's something that I that I hold on to with all my might because I mean if if, if I don't believe in and listen to the higher power, I mean I stray off, I go the wrong direction. I guess with religious, uh if I have religious preference and everything like I was saying that I mean that uh whatever you call it, I mean it's I am just basically repeating myself, whatever you call it, I mean, it's it's still we still created by the same person. That's one thing that that I began to um, struggle with when I dropped religion from my life um, was trying to figure out, you know, what is my views on the higher power? You know, like, how how does the higher power, you know, help me in life? And what is it, What what's the purpose of it? Not only that, but knowing that we all individually have, you know, a higher self, a higher version of ourselves, just as much as we have a lower version of ourselves. And that shit, you know, pretty much helped me along the way with life and shit like that. So I've been trying to 
get other people to kind of see that shit. But then again, I realized, like, I can't, you know, open people's mind. Like, I have to let people live. Like, I just have to live for myself and the people yeah. that I can live for, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, 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 that's basically just that's what religion turns into. Like, somebody trying to show somebody. Because what I've come to find out, like, God, or I call him Elohim, Mm-hmm. He deals with each and every person individually. He deals with them in their own way. We're human. We all, every last one of us is different. It's tell by, the, by our fingertips. Each yeah. one of us is different. Even if we twins, we we different by our fingertips. So each one of us are dealt with in a different way. So whatever our calling is, we have to follow that highest power. I have to follow, I have to follow Elohim as far as he, he leads me. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, I, I, come up in that religious, come up religious, I have a religious upbringing and everything, but I come to find out religion, I mean, it's basically, some man started out, he found God, or his, or, or so-called higher power, mm-hmm. whether it was uh, Elijah Muhammad or anybody, like, found a higher power, they wanted to pass that, that news on everybody else, and you need to get on one accord, because this is how I found it. Mm-hmm. But, I realize that everybody don't don't grasp on to it the same way. Everybody ain't got the same calling as everybody. Cause I mean, God works with with killers and and rapists and everything. And we we just we just people that pass judgment on these people. Even though I mean, whatever happened to you, whatever you do wrong is gonna come back to you. Yeah, or you, whatever punishment that you deserve for your actions. I mean, you have you have to suffer that consequence. Uh, but we ain't the Man tries to be the person that that determines like this is what happens. We we tell people they going to hell and stuff like that. We we ain't. That's why I always say. I mean, that's why they always say. Even back from from I remember Tupac, only God can judge. Yeah. Uh, we we try to judge each other, and, and that's where religion come in. It's it's basically even with ourselves, like trying to pass it on to other people. Like this is how I do it, and this is how you should do it. Mm-hmm. It's just. We we start our own religion. It's pretty much so, just a tradition. I mean, I I I learned you had to catch yourself and you had to like die to your flesh on what you wanna. I believe. I mean, tell people how you do stuff because I mean they they, they deal with stuff differently. Mm-hmm. I mean, you become one accord with with people. I mean, it's maybe your spouse and your children. That's how you bring your family up and you. As a man, you the, you the head of your family. So, I mean, that's how you bring your family up, but you can't make a whole group of people. Now, if they decide they want to follow you, that's them. But you can't make people. I mean, I, I see like five, six churches on one block. I ain't nobody fooling with each other. Yeah. Y'all not fellowshipping with each other. Like, how, how, how do y'all do this? But y'all say y'all believe in God, but y'all not, y'all not fellowshipping with your own brother. That's where, that's where sharing the communion of spirituality comes in when you when you when you know how to fellowship with your brother without having war mm-hmm. but that's what religion turned into it turned into war to jesus christ in the bible he wasn't religious religious they killed him religion is what killed jesus christ yeah. put him on the cross but i mean and and that's what i, I tell a lot of christians like i mean Y'all shouldn't put y'all shouldn't put y'all Jesus on the shelf until Sunday. You you you, you Damn. Need to believe there's a higher power, 
and that's that's your realm in Christianity. That's that, that's their realm of 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 their teaching. Even if it was a Muslim, I mean, you don't you don't need to put a lot of Muhammad on on the shelf until whatever whatever day that you that you celebrate them. And yeah. I talked to actual Muslims that I mean that, that do different things from other Muslims, like so they practice beliefs and everything, like actual African Muslims that do different practice beliefs than other people. So I mean, it's whatever whatever you so called religion you in, it's, it's still like it's always a high power. Yeah. Oh, certainly, dog. Like, I believe in, you know, a, a higher power and also, you know, like the laws of the universe, you know, like it's it's pretty much the it's like where the, the Ten Commandments come from in the Bible or any any type of list of things that you should and shouldn't do. It just breaks down. All of that shit is just pretty much breaking down the laws of the universe, you know, like what goes up must come down you feel me like if you're putting out bad energy yeah. you know that shit's gonna come back tenfold if you you know putting out yeah. positive energy you know that you're gonna get back positive energy you feel me like the law of yeah. attraction you know you are what you attract you know so i mean it's just small basic things that that's been placed on this that's pretty much just placed in the universe for us to live by so that we can you know, learn how to live, learn how to live with each other, you know, and not be on so much bullshit, you know. I know that's a small term of how to say it, but just in 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 short term, you know, like, it's too much bullshit going around for people to not understand that, you know, we control our reality. We control the things, that, some things around us, where the things that, that is within our control, like, we need to really hone in on how to make it right for ourselves make it make the best out of it you know like that's that's been one of my um my longest journeys like becoming more spiritual and shit dude like it's it's i won't say that it's hard because everything that i've learned has been a fucking blessing dog like that's why i, I can't say I, I can't complain about anything don't get me wrong like i still experience the things that my human body will experience like anger frustration and shit like that but I don't let that shit get to me, you feel me? Like, I can't let that shit consume yeah. me. Because I know that everything that we go through, like you said, it's, it's to teach us. It's for a reason, you know? So, man, that's, that's that shit has been the best thing that I've gone through on my journey. Like, just learning myself. And the more that I learn about myself, the more I learn about things outside of me, you feel me? Yeah. One of the greatest things. What's... Ooh, okay, so I can come up with a question. What's one of the the uh, most eye-opening experience that you've had on your journey? I know we done went all off topic, but shit, it's a podcast. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, shoot, most eye-opening experience I've had on my journey. Uh, <clears throat> I'd say, like, uh, and going going back to spirituality, I mean that's that's why I say it's it's, it's a high power wherever you decide to talk, wherever you pray to, mm -hmm. you get answered by by your higher power. Uh, that's what I mean. People fail to understand. I believe that people fail to understand. Whoever you pray to, you still get answered by a higher by a higher power. Most so certainly. I mean, being growing up Christian uh, as a Christian, I mean, I. Man, I found myself one time, like, dealing with my artwork. It was spirituality and my artwork. So it's like, um, I was staying in a storage unit. 
Man, Lord, should I just quit being an artist and just go full time into a job? Like, yeah. that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, I was dealing with my anger and everything. Like, if this is what I'm supposed to be doing, like, this is crazy. So I was like, man, I don't pray much, but I'm going to get down right now and I'm going to pray. Yeah. So I got down and was like, man, like, show me something. Like, I, like I said, I don't, as a Christian, I don't, I don't put my, my creator on a shelf. Like, I talk to him, like, in my homeboy. Like, yeah. man, what am I supposed to be doing right now? Like, bro, this, this ain't, this ain't, I know this ain't what I'm supposed to be. Like, man, you need to show me something for real. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't even playing, man. You need to show me something. So, man, uh, I, I got up, like I sit there for a while. And I got up. I said, man, I'm just going to get this on me. Fuck it, I'm going to get this on me. After my truck rolled out. Right next, right uh, across the street where uh, I don't even know how I got there. It was a microphone across the street. Mm -hmm. Like, damn, when they put a microphone right here, I'm like, okay, all right, I'm just going to get a bit of it. Like, I ain't, I ain't gonna chop it up. If that's, that's my answer right there. It's just yeah. my, I know this is Michael's or whatever. So, I get something to eat. I walk to the Michael's, come out this day. I like, got me a few offers, like, I'm gonna go back to, back to my store. Hop, hop in the uh, truck, go to the light. I look across the street. They building a goddamn Hobby Lobby. Damn. Right next, oh, let's see, right next door to me. Like, okay, all right. All right <laughs> he nah, still right, paying I'm no mind to it. I said, was you paying any, like, was it, like, connecting with you when, when you were seeing all of this shit? Yeah, that's, yeah, it, it started connecting me with me right then and there. And I ain't talking about this down the street. This, I could, from the storage I was at, I could have just jumped the fence and went right then and jumped right into the parking lot of the Hobby Lobby and the Michaels was right across the street. This wasn't, like, down the street where I got to travel. Yeah. If anything had happened to my truck or anything, I could walk right there and get everything I need to. Like, it was so crazy. Like, I chopped it up with the Michael, bro, and I started hiding out of the Like, all right, this ain't even, this, okay. I'm tripping. Like, I gotta be tripping, but I ain't tripping. Like, I, I'm getting my answer. All right, all right, all right, okay. I hear you talking to me. I hear you talking to me. Yeah. So, uh, up on it, like, man, I mean, I, I got deeper into, like, uh, into my prayer and everything. So, I mean, went to work, like, man, I'm, I got there, like, I'm tired of, I'm tired of driving these and I'm forklifts and stuff, like, man, this ain't what I want to do. I need more money, first of all, I need more money, and driving these forklifts, this ain't where I want to be at, like, mm -hmm. is this where I'm supposed to be? So I was about to walk off my job. I was dead ass about to walk off my job, because, now nah, I got, I got to talking, got to talking to my boy, my, my higher power, and we're like, man, I'm, I'm finna go, bro, I mean, I done, I done tried to do everything. That, that, that I've been told to do. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, <clears throat> everything that, I, that I've been instructed to do, and I, I mean, everything, why am I still here? Like, man, you need to show me something, like, right now. I said, man, something, like, please. Man, after I got right after I got to, I say, five seconds after that, dude walked out and said, man, they want you up front. Uh, I changed position right that day. I started making, uh, four, I went from $30,000 to $40,000 a year. <coughs> that, that, that day, I went to, uh, went to another department, became a, uh, a lab technician. 
You shit, you at the right motherfucking place. If you ain't talking shit, I promise I'd be talking my ass off right now. But shit, I'm interviewing you, so it won't be no point in me doing all the talking. Shit. We got like a... We got an hour max that we can go. We at 42 minutes right now, so we got a little little bit to go. Um, So shit, man. Damn, I had so many questions going through my head, but I ain't want to interrupt you. Some of them just gone, though. (laughs) Man, that's man, just crazy. Oh, uh, shit. So, like, after realizing how powerful prayer can be, you know, or pretty much just, you know, talking to your higher power, um, did that enhance, well, let me see how to ask the question first before I even get to spitting it out. Um... Well, how did it change your views on, you know, a higher power when you realized how how quickly they respond or how qu- quickly it responds, you know? Uh, well, my views changed, like, how I deal with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, uh, like, I had to look at them on a positive note. Like, everybody that comes into my life or I come into their life, everybody ain't there to be permanent. Everybody is people there for a season. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I when I learn how to do that and actually interact with people, because I'm 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 an art nerd when it comes to that, and a lot of folks can't just really deal with me because they don't know how to get on that level with me. That everything that I do it seems like real weird to them. Except for like if I deal with the artists, they know what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, um, that's my, I don't know, my, it, it called me, the higher power called me to be able to, I guess, basically work with other people, because I got to, at the end of the day, I still got to deal with people. I can't get away from people. So, that's like the biggest, I don't want to call it an obstacle, but that's, that's one of the biggest things you have to deal with is other people. Mm-hmm. Like, because I can let other people, and they, they negative attitude bring me down, or, or I can, I can, like, I can lean into people doing positive things who have a positive spirit that can, can help encourage me and I can help encourage them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 
that's that's basically what my what what the higher power like. We all put on this earth to serve each other. Yeah. Uh, so my daddy said we all put on this earth to serve. We are we are here to serve regardless. You gon' serve whether mm-hmm. you decide to or not. We here to serve. We can either serve each other or we can die and serve the uh, the bugs in the ground. <laughs> we gonna serve. I can agree to that one. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, I was going to say, this is my next question. Um, we got 15 minutes after that. So, by you knowing, you know, that we all are here pretty much to serve one another. We all have a purpose. What would you say is your calling? Uh, my calling is serve children with my, with my skills. Is, I mean, I I mean, it serves people uh, mm-hmm. with my art skills. Like, I can't go out and be no politician or nothing like that. So I have to, like, stay in my area, in my lane of what I do until I'm pushed into something else. But, I mean, as far as I know, that's what I'm supposed to do with my art. And I think the, the best people to start with are, are people that can soak everything in, and that's children. Mm. So, I mean, that's, that's where I think my, my calling is. Damn, it's, it's it's dope as hell. Like I'm just thinking, thinking as you was uh, responding, uh, like your calling is pretty much intertwined with your passion. Like your calling is to pretty much work with people through your art and work with children also, and your passion is art. Yeah. You feel me? Like that? That's yeah. just cold. And it, it just, it's, it's perfect, you know, like, you at a point where you know what you've got to do, pretty much. And to me, personally, that's a definition of successful, you know, because the person who knows where they're going, they know what they want to do, they know what they have to do to, to get there, that's just a definition of success to me, personally. Like, anybody that don't know what they want to do with their life, they don't know where they want to go, that's just defined as unsuccessful. It doesn't. I don't look at it like you got a lot of money, you know, you're successful. You know, it's about where you're going and knowing what you want to do with your life and shit. Yeah. And you pretty much got it spot yeah. on. Man, it's been a long time coming. I mean, just even knowing where I'm supposed to go. Like I said, certain others. Uh, my protege, like, he, he was one of my uh, my students. I mean, he used to be under me. Like, he, he got it worse from me than, than anybody ever got it worse from me. Like, I used to that hard with my artwork, like going in, like telling him how he was fucking up and everything. He like he's one of the people that I said oh, I this is If you go to his Instagram is uh Lopez Pat that's L O P A Z underscore T A T Z. Like he was my protege, like man, uh he text like you can see how, how cold his artwork is, like it's to the point like if you deal with me or him, it's damn it like you dealing with each other, like, if you deal with me, you deal with him, like, you say, hey, I, I want to I want know uh, what Lopez is, Lopez said you can come to me, or somebody asked me, uh, like, or ask him what Vernon is, like, man, I still think go to Lopez, because, I mean, he's my protege, he was, like, one of the people that actually, like, stood under me, so, I mean, that's, that's, like, a spiritual awakening to show mm-hmm. me where I need to go, like, that's, that's like, my guiding star right there, like, to show me where I need to go, because, he was a product of my of my passion to show my skills 
pass my skills on to him that he can he can uh elevate his skills. <clears throat> so that's like uh I call that a testimonial and I to let me know how I deal with other people, like to see how far he's going with his stuff. Hell yeah. I fucks with it. Damn. That's some major shit, man. That that shit major. Alright, so we pretty much gotta wrap it up in a little bit. So I'm gonna let you get the last twelve minutes to um pretty much just say if you could give advice to someone or to the people that's listening about, you know, how to uh get more closer to your passion. Um what would that advice be? I mean, try to find out what you what you want to do. Find out what your passion is. Like, where your heart guides you. Know that there's a higher power. Try your best to listen. Because everybody can't listen like they need to, but try your best to listen. Another thing, find positive people to be around. People that that does what you want to, you know what you want to do, find people that, that do what you want to do and learn from them. Because mm-hmm. uh, another thing, I quote a lot of stuff from my dad, he said, if you want to be rich, you need to surround yourself with people that either have the passion to be rich or are rich, and they won't get, they won't let you slip. I can agree with that. So, find people that, that put in your circle people that, that that encourage you, that uh that empower you, that reinforce you. And you do the same for them. So that's that's my mission. Damn, that's one thousand. I fucks with it, man. Shit. I can't do nothing but agree. Like I, I, I don't really surround myself with too many people, but the people that I do have around me, they're pretty right. much either doing the same thing or or better. You feel me? Like, I don't like yeah. to hang around people. I mean, it's, it's like a needle in a haystack. And you have to, even though you surround yourself with people, you have to, man, you have to inventory your friends. The people you keep around have to do an inventory on. You do shit. Everybody, everybody <laughs> ain't there for, for a permanent. Yeah. Just for a season. You ain't lying. That was one of the hardest things that I had to learn, too. You know, like, people are either here for a reason or a season. But it's, it's gotten easy over the time because I've learned more about myself. So I was able to know what type of people I want to be around, the type of people I don't want to be around because they remind me too much of the, the shit that I used to do. Some people I try to help, you know, get out of that shit because I was once in that position. And some people, you know, take heed to it, some people don't. So the people that don't, I know that they're still at a level of their journey where they have a lot of learning to do. So pretty much just leave yeah. that shit alone and don't let that shit toll with your emotions. But shit, man, it's 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 been a pleasure doing this shit. I look forward to doing another segment because I know you got a hell of a lot that you can talk about, man. Yeah, like, I can talk my ass. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, shit. You got your actions backing you up, especially when you get to talking about art and shit. You got actions to back that shit up, man. Actions to back up pretty much everything that you bringing up. So shit, we'll be back, yeah. man. This ain't this ain't the last time. I promise it ain't. Shit, if you want to close it out, man, let them know. You know who they talking to for those who don't know. And shit, let them know what yeah, podcast um, you with. Yeah, this is Vernon uh, Adams, uh, visual artist, uh, imagination fit Vernon Adams. You can uh, follow me on Instagram at the dot Adams Art. 
this John mine y'all have just witnessed another great segment of Tonyo talks here with Vernon Adams and we about this thing man peace and love my good people y'all enjoy the rest of y'all day dog we out